I just rest my computer on the masters. That's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> you work on the shoulders of those that came of before. Giants. <laughs> yeah. Pete, have you ever seen the show Wife Swamp? No. <laughs> Describe it to well, me. Well, the Kevin. premise is uh, two families swap the matriarch in the family. Okay. And uh, that's kind of what I'm trying to do with you and yours. I'm honored, and so is she. Welcome to Full Frontal, Alex. This just in, <laughs> Pete and Kevin on Wife Swap. <laughs> We have a bad history, the three of us. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we gotta watch. We gotta watch this. <laughs> the naughty boys. Yeah, naughty, uh, naughty. If only Massimo Vignelli was here <laughs> to see this. What do you have to say about this? I feel like Massimo would fucking love this shit. I don't yeah, know anything yeah, about yeah, him. Yeah. I don't. I, I didn't study. I didn't uh-huh. learn that shit. Um, but I feel like he'd be, you know, down for a wife swap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did he have a wife? Pretty sure she's still alive. Did he have did, <laughs> awkward? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk about all. Still got a chance, man. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, this, I'm trying to get in the Vignelli estate. I'm trying to p- stake my claim. This podcast is the worst thing I've ever done for my career. <laughs> <laughs> what was this thing about type? Oh, no. Type not touching? Oh, <laughs> no. I ain't got no type. Is that him? <laughs> Bad oh, no. bitches with money is the only thing I like. That, that was, was. I that think was that is possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah, so. And that, him and Ray Shremmerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the collab of the century. Yeah, definitely. Oh, this is off to a fantastic start. Wow. Let's go. Can I keep that stuff in about the wife swamp? <laughs> definitely. <laughs> That's the theme. Did you read the questions? <laughs> I'm so tired. Yeah, duh. Three, two, one. Kevin, what's up, buddy? Nothing much. Welcome, Pete Freeman, in the house. For Pete. Good to be here. Yeah, fourth time on the show. Welcome. It's a real honor. Thank you. How do you feel that our episodes with you typically perform pretty well? What do you think that says, Pete? Nothing about me, that's for sure. No, Um, I think the people love Pete. Somehow they know Pete. No, no. And I think Pete not being on social media creates this like yearning for like, oh, Pete, Mm, yummy. Pete is the official third mic of the program, I think, if there ever was. And if Pete ever um, did us the service of moving back to Brooklyn, (laughs) he would be on the show probably quite often. I think. You know, Pete, I'm we, honored saw, by that. we saw you from across the room and we really liked your vibe. <laughs> wow. Would you be the, th- would you be the third? <laughs> wow. We well, could help going notice so you. well. <laughs> Dreams come true. <laughs> so today's episode is a bit different than the regular episodes because Kevin is currently in Vegas. So today's episode is, okay. it, we have no topics. We only have questions and voice memos from fans and from listeners, which is very exciting. Thank you, everyone who sent us in uh, your amazing submissions. They are uh, a fun time. Thoughtful, funny. We have the best listeners in the world. Yeah, Um, And some of them have actually real questions that we're going to definitely not answer. Um, But perfect. We're going (laughs) to... Yeah, I mean, we couldn't get to all of them. Yeah. Well, we we can't get to all of them, but I guess this is a question for Pete. Kevin's flying back from Vegas currently. Yeah. How much damage did Kevin do? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Too much, right? <laughs> I asked him on the way. I was like, so how much? How hard oh, are we going? Okay, so he said, <laughs> Kevin has mentioned, I'm going to out him here, that uh, he's, Pretend he's, like he's, staying with, he's staying with his buddy Ian and, quote, the drug guy. Didn't have the name of the man. <laughs> didn't have anything about this guy. It's a person that I don't think he knows, and I'm not even sure that his friend Ian knows. It's just a guy. I'm the pretty drug sure. Guy. I'm pretty sure. He went, high school. he went to high school with Ian. Okay. He's taking a Greyhound bus up from uh, some somewhere, uh, which sa- is already sketch behavior. Why is he not flying with the goods? Uh, he's he's. I think he's close. I, 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 if I were to guess, I'd say maybe he's in Arizona. It's good news for him having but, drugs on him, though. You can get anything on a Greyhound are, bus. Are you, you guys sharing a, a room? Body. Are you sharing a room? So Friday night we're staying at Excalibur. <laughs> oh, no, we're staying at Excalibur. That's on a Friday love night. hotel, my guy. Yeah, you, you Ian, right. and the drug okay. guy are sharing a room at the Excalibur. Um, we know we don't need to know. Anymore. I believe yeah, we yeah, got. That's, that's I believe plenty. we've uh, got multiple beds in the zone, Dude, brother. Oh my lord! Stay hydrated and oh, don't yeah. flatline. Listen, drink a lot of water. The Friday night. Oh, dude, I'm the water king. I know. Shots liquid death. I'm just saying. Straight up. On Friday, sponsor night, the pot. We're gonna. We're not gonna be on too hard because that's that's the bonus night. The first. So night. we gotta. We, we gotta, gotta take it slow. Yeah, we gotta take it slow so we can you know hit the strip. Yeah. Do the mm. other shit we're doing. Sports book. Okay. Take stock of the party favors. This is a yeah. bachelor party? Yeah. yeah, it's a bachelor party. Got it. How many How many people? I think 15. 
Oof, 15 is a lot. Yeah, no, I've never been on one, and it seems like a lot. Yeah, you're going to have to break up in smaller pieces, I think, is the, you know. It's probably the move. Yeah, 15 people is a lot to sort of be moving around with. Do you have an itinerary? Is there something that, like, is planned? Yeah, but I I haven't really looked at it, to be honest. This is very classic, Kevin. Mm -hmm. Hasn't looked at the itinerary. I got, like, four hours on the flight, bro. Yeah. Well, good luck. I mean, Kevin, so this episode is banked um, before Kevin left, and I cannot wait to do the post episode to hear all about Kevin's <laughs> oh uh, shenanigans in, yeah, in yeah. Las Vegas. It's going to be black eyes and the whole. No, thing. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna keep it in check. I'm gonna keep it in check. Yeah, stay safe out there. Kevin. I will stay yeah. safe. Honestly. You, the drug guy, and, and 14 Ian. other men <laughs> in Vegas will keep it in check. Yeah, yeah we're gonna keep it in check, bro. Yeah, you're gonna be great. Good. You're gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. There's a you're basketball gonna... hoop at the Airbnb. I'm gonna work on my jumper. Just remember, Kevin, what happens in Vegas? Yep, happens in Vegas. That's true. Huh. This is your first time, right? You've yeah. never been to Vegas before. Yeah, I'm a Vegas virgin. Yeah, totally. go slow. I think it's smart first night. Maybe just like yeah, don't don't go twelve turbo mode right on the out. Totally. Yeah, I figure maybe first night we'll indulge in some nice gambling. I'll uh, you know m- maybe I'll be up like thirty k by the end of the night for sure. And That's definitely what's gonna happen. It's coasting coasting yeah. from there. Honestly, Kevin, you're gonna be great. I'm excited for you. Vegas is a good time, and you will probably after three days. You said. Yeah, yeah. Three days is probably is 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 enough. You'll want to be. You'll be like, okay, I'm ready to go. Yeah, you have to leave. It's like three and a half, four P- nights. Pete, have mm. you been? Uh, when I was 14, I saw Motley Crue. <laughs> that's lit. Oh man, yeah, that's a good story. Sick. That's yeah. a pretty good story. Yeah, was um, <clears throat> this was obviously uh, not that long ago. 14. Yeah, were, no, yeah, pretty much two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were definitely not in their prime. <laughs> no, because no. it sounds sick. Like oh, in the late 90s. But Let this was this in 2000 and like eight. no one there was in their prime. <laughs> <laughs> they never are Vegas. those old timer no. shows. No, no, no. no, no, no but it was no. good. Yeah, not a sure. single person. 40 year olds night out. You know, a lot of babysitters were hired. Yeah, and whew. I have one piece of advice, Kevin. Don't go to Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> If what? that's on the itinerary, I don't think it is. But like now yeah. that you say that, yeah, don't I might. Do that. It's not. It's not what you want to be doing. Uh, I don't know. It kind of sounds cool. No, I mean it is French cool, climbing. but it's like, yeah, just don't do it. Um, Kevin, we're excited for you, and uh, yeah, we're we're excited to hear the stories when you come back. Pete Freeman is here, um, in town. Um, mm-hmm from Santa Barbara here to answer questions from the fans. This yes. is um, the first ever advice show. We, you guys did a sort mm. of uh, a, a hot fantasy hotline. Yeah. Well, if, if you'll remember correctly, Alex, about a year ago, we uh, made a call out to the fans and listeners to call in. And uh, I don't even know what the premise was. It wasn't exactly that they call in. I think we were calling them. Oh yeah. I think we tried to get them to call, but nobody really called. The timing was tough. That, so mm. we started calling people and then, like and then, not uh, a lot of people were answering, and then like only dudes yeah, picked up. And Maddie, well, we talked Sandos, we talked fonts. Yeah, 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 it's a good pod. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it was, it was, it was it, maybe it was a tough one last year. I don't, you know, the limited fan engagement. But was, this year was a little jarring. I, I expected to maybe get some more last year, but but this year hey, they came flood. through. This year, well, the pod has grown. A barrage. And, I mean, listen, now yeah. we have like lists of. Uh, uh, three, five pages of questions Gosh. here from the fans. Yeah. So it's got to be, it's got to be the Alex effect. We may want to get into it. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, Alex effect was. I mean, I've been here since day one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you weren't on the last full frontal fantasy. Oh, you're saying I wasn't yeah. here, so people yeah. didn't want to ask questions just to you and to Pete. Yeah, they were afraid. They were Too afraid. Much oh, that's right. You guys did the call-in show, and then you called people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did listen yeah. to it, and yeah. I thought it was very funny. Oh, that's yeah, good. No, well, good i remember i was in uh yeah i was in london yeah i was was, damn flex yeah so flex lord now you were in you're actually in uh texas judging an award show oh okay less exciting but still cool okay i listened to it when i was in london so it's double flex i was out because i was in texas and then i listened to it in london because i travel oh yeah you did do that that happened so let's get into the program we have fans we they have questions and some of them are good we're gonna start at the gate <laughs> we got um, answers we got answers oh yeah um i have not seen a lot of these questions so we're gonna be answering them on the fly perfect um i don't think you guys have seen them or no. kevin saw them because he, he put them in yeah I've, i saw them but i didn't have time to read a lot of them because cool. of the uh, nature of the beast you know just a quick turnaround on these uh so hannah stein shout out to hannah um first question of the day snog mary pie are you guys familiar with Snog Mary Pie? I am because of uh, Love a, Island. A British coworker, she had to translate it for me. So it's yep. Fuck Mary Kill, but let's just play Fuck Mary Kill. Fuck Mary Kill, the Burger King, 
Ronald McDonald, and the Colonel. These are famous mascots. Um, I would say all arguably creepy in their own right, oh, no, which is sure. the challenge. And I guess the question is, who are you fucking? Who are you marrying? Who are you killing? Pete. I think it's easy. Kill immediately. The Colonel's got to go. Whoa. Okay. Yo, he's got like a pretty effed up history. Really? That, oh, yeah. A racist pedophilia, past? straight up. Why? The pedophilia? Look it up. Google it. Ugh. Snarly. Yeah. yeah. Snarly. Okay. No, Whoa. straight up. So they brought him back, and then everyone did some research, and they were like, this dude is not chill. Okay. So honestly, just cap him. Gone. Okay. Out. Not even okay. messing with it. Okay. No. Huh. And so who are you, who are you marrying? <laughs> well, obviously marry the king, get into the royalty. <laughs> like my dad used to say, yeah. you can marry more in a minute than you can make in a lifetime. <laughs> I have heard you say this so, quote from your father before. <laughs> so I'm looking at the royalty. I'm seeing it and I'm trying to get in there. Now, Ronald McDonald, that obviously leaves us to be doing the fucking, which to be fair, he seems like a pretty limber guy. He seems like a generous lover. Uh, (laughs) He's got big boots. He's got big boots and seems flexible. So it should be fine. Wow. Good. (laughs) That's a strong start. Kevin, how do you feel? Uh, Pete's bomb. He just dropped on us about the uh, the Colonel. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, It's got to make you just. Yeah. You got to rethink your answer. I'm considering it, but I don't think I'm going to. I'm not changing my answers. Sorry. I respect that. Um, No, don't be sorry to me. I think just first off, I'm going to marry the king. I want to have it my way. um, And the king's all about letting me have it my way. So that'd be great. I'm going to kill that fucking nasty ass Ronald McDonald clown. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He's creepy. Yeah. To be fair, also probably has some pedophilia tendencies. Yeah. We don't think any of these are totally uh, sort of a clear history. <laughs> <Not clean>. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. Yeah. King's up to some shady shit too, I'm sure. And yeah. then I'm going to have to fuck the uh, rotating cast of the Colonel. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking new Colonel. I'm talking about, you know, when they're rotating uh, yeah, Jim Gaffigan and, yeah. you know, whoever else has stepped in and. I don't know though. Isn't the Colonel always suit? old? So. Okay. Are you, uh, are you ageist? No, no, no. Yeah, so that's that's my uh, that's what I'm doing. Uh, we should do a quick little uh, sort of shout out to the die line. They're doing a mascot madness <laughs> right now, which is sort of their version of March Madness, where they sort of break down the greatest mascots of all that's time, funny. which yeah. is very funny. Hand up, similar premise to what we're doing right now. Oh yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> Hand up. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. Um, so for me, I break these down by fast food establishments. The way I see it is I'm marrying into the family, as you said, mm-hmm. the great wealth. And to yeah. me, it's like, I'm now going to be eating these things, you know, these these oh, fast food yeah. establishments yeah. more often. So Yeah, I, sure. You're going to be eating them and you want the fastest one. Right? No, I just want the best one. The best one. Right? Yeah, so it's like, it. so to yeah. me, that's why I'm marrying the colonel. Because <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> Again, rough. For but. me. <laughs> listen, problematic pesticide, fried chicken. I, you know, to me, I think that's the one I want to be stuck choice. with yeah. for the longest. Totally. Um. If and you never get that secret recipe. Yeah. And if I'm going to go and sort of uh, snog and have a real one night stand with any one of these, I'm going with the king. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. Just yeah. something about the cape. Just, and, a, uh, just a night of a night of delight. Yeah. Uh, one night of luxury. Yeah. And I've you know, seen <laughs> yeah. those commercials. The king can get a little sexy. No, for you know, sure, I think they, they, sure. they, they like to parade around his sex appeal. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree mm-hmm. the king is, is pretty hot. Yeah. Got a nice jawline. Yeah. The yeah. best looking of the three of them. Definitely. And definitely also like a little creepy in like a sexy way. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, Pete's fallen when I'm throwing <laughs> that. Oh, uh, no, the king, the king, the king, the king. <laughs> you know, I feel like he like pops out of places and yeah. he's like kind of like he's got a mysteriousness that I find mm-hmm. very attractive and that's why i've decided to kill ronald mcdonald because to yeah. me yeah. ronald mcdonald is the absolute creepiest of the no. three like yeah, i know the problematic past aside i'm not up to date on that but the, the ronald just looks fucking weird like kids and um him on a bench, all bench shiny and shit. i don't know something about ronald really rubs me the wrong way mm. uh speaking of i watched the entirety of the subway documentary about jared Fogel, oh my god all three parts and my God, is that a journey? Yeah, that is really? a full on trip. Kevin, you, have, I, you did I, not I, I need do your to. homework. Yeah. yeah. Three parts, Jared Fogel. It's on Discovery Plus. Catching a, a Monster is the Oof. title. And wow. Um, you know, obviously, yeah. you know the story, you know yeah. uh, the details, but in, in documentary form, it is worth They actually have him recorded. And he says some things that I will never forget. Wow. Truly, they stick with you. Yikes. Um, because they were, they, they tapped his phone. 
And oh, so, no. and he was not very secretive. And so oh. he said some things about children that, oh. um, again, that's why I'm, th- I, I'm reminded of that when I think about Ronald McDonald and, um, yeah. I Jeez. just taking a dark turn here on full frontal <laughs> fantasy hotline. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, this is the real stuff. This, this <laughs> is a, a quick little plug for the Jared Fogel documentary. <laughs> Check it out. But, um, Kevin, we'll have to do a full breakdown once you watch the show. Yeah. I gotta give me some time. Yeah. But I think Ronald is, is the creepiest mascot, um, of, of the three. And so that's why I'm killing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why but, Pete is going to take him into his bed for one night one night in the ball pit <laughs> yeah <laughs> great question Hannah yeah. thank you this that starts off the show yeah. perfectly mm-hmm. exactly what we wanted to do yeah. so good um, yeah um, thank you very much Amanda Saihohis did I get that right I think that sounds good what is the best brand of all time in your opinion four exclamation points um, Kevin favorite brand very enthusiastic yeah very enthusiastic question I appreciate that best brand of all time mm. That's a tough one. I got answers. Yeah, go ahead. You go off first. I guess here's the thing. It's like, is it my favorite brand or the best? Because I think yeah, there's like an art. It's a bit of a different thing. And so I guess I'll just go by saying that I think the best brand of all time is Apple. I know it's mm-hmm. kind of a, cho- a, a cop-out answer, but I just think in yeah. terms of just like quality, longevity, substantialness, marketing, product, packaging, collaborations, commercials it's just it's just for me it's just the best brand of all time i mean obviously there's an argument to be made for nike in that conversation but i i think it's it's a stupid answer but it's just like the best and it's not even that it's not funny at all it's just that is the best brand i put a carhartt up there oh, kind wow. of for me this i think it's like one of the best brands i don't know mm. why that's kind of coming to mind for me obviously people mm. some people would say patagonia those feel like the mount rushmore for me at the moment of best absolute best brands i think carhartt's yeah. interesting because like it's a product you can like you'll you know is gonna you know wear with you and it's gonna it's gonna last yeah. and it's translated from like very utilitarian brand for um for workers to a brand that's like you know like you could argue the same thing about like polo ralph lauren like you know yeah, what i mean like yeah. some of those like fashion brands yeah. that uh that well and I, what a know, switch some, for carhartt to go in from people that actually work to graphic designers yeah. feels like a good yeah those yeah. memes always get me yeah so because yeah. it's it's Every so time. true like yeah. but um those are the best brands yeah those no, are the I best brands yeah. um kevin thoughts anything yeah my favorite brand is the cincinnati Bengals. that's good that's a good Very answer sick. yeah yeah hometown heroes yeah yeah i'd go for nike as a uh you know like a basic boy pick mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you know i gotta show some love to liquid death Got to give it to him. Um, she also said, I want to know more about branding of games and why everyone is more obsessed with D2C and CPG goods. Let's get Monopoly branding the larger conversation. Oh, so like board games? Branding of games is interesting. I mean, games are something we've thought about a little bit. We've done some a little bit of work in that category. Games are something that like a bit of a sort of 60s and 70s kind of like pastime of like people coming together when they didn't have phones <laughs> well, and they wanted to do activities it's honestly pretty inspiring now because i think people still do play a lot of games and they play the same games often yeah even though there's a lot of new games coming out it's like and there are some people that do like game nights and like are trying there are a lot of new games there's like yeah. a community of under like indie games yeah yeah and both are cool. And there's an interest in, again, getting off your phones and dealing with little paper cards. And I think that's pretty sick. Yeah. Anything that can take you, can, you could do with a group of people. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like you said, not phone related or mm-hmm. something that like gets you doing a group activity, I think is really good. And I think it's really, you know, I think is, is, is valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as like, uh, you know, throwback games go. A lot of those companies like Hasbro or Milton Bradley, they had some hitters as oh, graphic oh, designers. Yeah. Like they were doing oh, some good ass yeah. work. Like they had Wild squads stuff. up in there, like really working on that stuff. And we've done some deep dives. Like Alex has said, we've uh, we've been in the space. We've explored. Mm-hmm. We poked mm-hmm. around. Yeah, we have a brand. I think they just had a lot of talent back then, and they invested in the graphics. They had cool. good teams. Yeah, and they all had really good packaging, right? Like I think there's something yeah. about those games that like. Yeah, there's just there's a timelessness to the design, and they sort of feel mm-hmm. like stuck in this like era that just yeah they, they when you had to pop off the shelf totally, and mm-hmm. also just like a fun a yeah. funness yeah. to design that I think is in a lot of ways is actually coming back and is sort of back in sort of a lot of these like CPG yeah. brands that sort of does remind me of some of the sort of older game yeah. designs like that are fun just, nostalgia just as a yeah general design ref is, is a cool space to play yeah I also feel like Monopoly is like. Um, it's just the best game of all time, right? Like it's, it, it, I don't, I, I'm trying to think, is that the best selling 
board game of all time? I, I mean, don't know the stats. Probably, I probably, probably should. Probably is. Yeah, it's, it's good. There. Got good graphics. I don't have any qualms to pick with there. I think it's kind of a boring game. A boring game. Boring game. What are you, a Yahtzee guy? Connect yeah. four. I mean, I feel like those seem like maybe a bit of a personal attack on me and my intelligence. Um, so. This guy can only play Yahtzee and Connect Four, huh? I mean, hey man, it's it's as complicated as you make it. I mean, I like Life. Life was always a good Dude, one. Dude, I was a big fan of Clue. That. Oh yeah, yeah. I would always be Colonel Mustard because I That's fucking sick. loved Mustard. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I got a list for the top ten selling board games of all time. You want to take a guess? You want to. Um, number one is chess. Oh, well, I don't really know if that's really considered a board game, but we'll give it to it. Is number chess th- a brand? Yeah. Not really, but it's a great game. Number two is checkers. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that makes sense. I don't know anyone who plays checkers. Yeah. Number three is monopoly. So yeah, I was okay. right. I think Monop- and that's like a brand. That's, that's a brand. A number four is scrabble. <laughs> oh yeah. Which again, another timeless classic. Number five is clue. Uh, Kevin said clue. I think Clue is probably my favorite Damn. of these. Number six is Battleship, which oh. I don't really like. You don't like Battleship? Oh, no, fuck Battleship. No. Number seven is Trivial Pursuit, which is a great game at a restaurant. Yes. Like, I love good. when they have like Trivial Pursuit. It's on the table. Oh, yeah. my God. There's a bar. That shit A rules. very bad bar right by our office that has like a, all the Trivial Pursuits. Yeah. No, number nine. Candyland. Whoa, fuck, yeah. dude, that brings me back. Do you ever? Did you guys have like those uh, little kid rages when you played Candyman? You, mm. You'd hit, um, you'd hit that purple motherfucker. I think mm. his name was like Grumby or something, mm-hmm. and it just send you right back <laughs> to the start. Oh, yeah. I remember one time getting so gosh darn mad when I was a child. I took the car and I crumpled it up and oh, I threw it in the toilet. That's, no, that's on brand with Candyman's yeah, childhood. Dude, wow. Yeah, I was, I was raging. Fifty million units sold for Candyland. Wow. Monopoly two hundred and seventy five units. I don't know when this list was made, but um twenty twenty. Uh shout out to this list. Oh, number number ten is Rumi Cube. Oh, a game okay. I've never played. Yeah, pretty good. Cool. Pretty good. Um, thank you for the question. Uh, board games are a really interesting thing. Oh, and okay. yeah, none of those Hope games. Hope there's a big old comeback. Yeah, yeah these games. Uh, Clue came out in 1938. Oh so uh, not a lot of innovation in the last uh, 10 or so Someone's or 100 money. years. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, some great games. And um, yeah, Cranium is number 20. That was introduced in 2000. So that's kind of the latest one. Wow. Cool. Moving the fuck on. Steve from New York City asks, the person who is my direct supervisor senior designer has the worst taste they consistently give me feedback i do not agree with it makes my work worse the design director does not like my work because i listen to the senior designer how do i respectfully tell the senior designer to shut the fuck up and let me cook kevin is this you no (laughs) (laughs) oh it couldn't be you (laughs) um this is someone that works here uh maybe uh i'm not gonna it's nobody who works here it's me okay cool (laughs) No, it's Steve. It's Steve okay. from New York. Steve, Steve from, from New York. Answer this. <laughs> Steve, Steve is the most like obvious uh, sort of fake names. Yeah. Kevin has also peppered Steve's in some fake exist. questions here that um, I was trying to get at him which ones are real, I think which this ones is are a fake. Val- this is a valuable thing for long- young designers to learn. And I'm going to cut all of this because it undermines the integrity of our show. That's right. You should do that. So Steve's real. Okay, cool. Steve's real. Okay, cool. Moving on. What? <laughs> no, we're cutting this. We just already said that. No, we're cutting the preamble. Is it- you don't think it's a good question? Cool. Moving on. Caroline from New Jersey asks, would you rather have a cool big name client that has unlimited budget who comes to you with a specific direction or a smaller budget client who has good idea for a company and some solid people around them? To me, this is a really easy one. I would rather go with the smaller client who has a good idea for a company. Cause I think yeah. like having a, working with a big company is obviously exciting and fun. And there's like, you know, I think designers generally want to have, impact or they want to make a difference or they want the most amount of people to see their work. A lot of people feel that way. I feel like even if it's something that is going to, a lot of people will see, but it wasn't really your idea Mm. or it wasn't, you know, it's kind of, they come to you with something and you're just kind of the the hands and you're just the maker of something. Mm. You'll always feel that way when you see it, you'll always be like, Oh, this was cool. I definitely was a part of it, but it wasn't really, really mine. It was something that like someone else kind of just like asked me to do versus something that's like, you you have a, someone with a good idea for a company and then you get to really craft it and make it and sort of own it and it just feels like i don't know just a different feeling and i think oh, ultimately at the end of the day it just like comes down to who who is behind it or who 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 the solid people part of it when it's you know part of the question it's like it has some solid people around them when we sort of work with a lot of yeah, smaller clients it's like do they want to do something great and like 
are these people that we want to work with together? And that's always the thing that makes you know a project really fun. Big agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Big ups. A real question and a real answer. Yeah. Dang, definitely good. a yeah. real question. <laughs> um, back up the Brinks truck. I'm going to fucking Cabo. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> oh, you're saying because they have oh, an you're, unlimited you're budget. A big company. You're a big, 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 I don't know. I like building things from the ground up, but you know, I want to go to Cabo. I appreciate cool. that. I appreciate that. Maybe there's a balance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Neil Pepperoni from Instagram. Shout out to Neil. He's got a question in the form okay. of an audio message. Here it is. Ready, man. I've I've enjoyed their show for I feel like years now. I don't know if it's been that long. I'm pretty. Uh, I was at jazz night. <laughs> I'll just say that. Jazz <laughs> got night. some inebriation going on. Oh, uh, tr- yeah, Neil. a drunk It's been a long time, though. I've been following them for a long time. I really love that show. I just feel like they get to the nitty-gritty of things and have such a great uh, laugh about everything. There's something really beautiful about that. Thank you, Neil. Um, I feel like they're a very honest representation of where design conversations should be versus kind of like a staged you know, we're sponsored by XYZ. Uh, we can't, our opinions show. cannot be bought. And I just really respect them as designers too and, and copywriters and creatives. Um, is this a question or just a question? I don't know if it's session. like this is it? more of a question or just a, uh, no <laughs> a love letter to front and center. Wow. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess people who, like, I was talking with a software engineer on, what was that, Monday? We got coffee and he was like, I like that you put a little bit of funkiness into your design. That's the that's whole it. That's it, Neil. <laughs> There's a part two. Wait, oh. where's the part two? Oh, wait, here we go. Oh, <laughs> Whoa, my God. <laughs> Jesus. The jazz must have been good as jazz. hell. I like how there's so many things I like. Oh, that's the problem. The second video doesn't have sound, Kevin. Man, Neil. <laughs> well, well, hey, thanks for the love. Well, uh, I dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that one's on me. <laughs> Whoopsies. Yeah. So the first half oh, comes yeah. in with audio and the second one doesn't. So uh, let's just say thank you to Neil. Thank yeah. you for, for, for yeah. uh, listening. Um, thank you for the nice words. And we appreciate everything you said there. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. It's fun to talk Both about good. design and not be, uh, you know, uh, bought by the man and also yeah. just kind of letting it rip. That's I mean, what the show's about. Yeah. We can in the few you know not to say that we're not open to being bought by the man like i think you know in, oh, yeah. in general i think we are uh, you know yeah, how much seeking, would it take to sway your opinion not much yeah, yeah yeah no no it's not we're we're seeking sponsorships to, <laughs> to sponsor us as people for our opinions we're not trying to sell our opinions you know i dig that yeah that's 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 very smart yeah. kevin um i like the way that you said that but no, shout out to shout out to Neil. Uh, we don't know what your question was, but we do really appreciate it. And yeah, uh, thanks for calling in. Yeah, we love the love, and we genuinely want to know what you're talking to that software engineer about. Yeah, uh, because uh, I guess we'll find out. On we that will one. find out after the show. I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll never know. <laughs> All right, this one terrifies me. Um, it's, Perfect. It's a uh, Jackie from Brooklyn. Okay, I have one. You guys have such an incredible culture over at Center, and I know that's something that Alex prides himself on building. How do you recognize, nurture, and grow top talent? Wow, a genuinely real question um, wow. by Jackie. That was a good question. A good question. Yeah, culture is interesting. I mean, I think when I started Center, and, and it's glad, I'm glad that Pete's here, and, and Kevin, obviously, we're here for the very, very early part of it. Um, it, it came pretty natural in terms of just like, we were having a good time. It was fun in the studio and yeah. we got our stuff done and it was like, you know, we, we treated other people nicely and we treated each other well. And I think, uh, not to blow a lot of smoke up Pete's ass, but like <laughs> Pete kind of set the tone for the people and the culture and the thing that I knew worked here. And then, you know, as people, I met people along the way and it was like, cool, just like adding, you know, you know, ingredients to a stew. <laughs> and uh, once we kind of had a couple of them in, it's like, okay, cool. Like, what are we missing? What do we need? And then also like, what's going to make this better and not fuck it up and make the whole thing taste shitty. Yeah. <laughs> How's that for a metaphor? That's wow. really great. Yeah, I'd like to hit another, hit another metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. A studio yes, is like please. a sandwich. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> baby. Um, are you the bread, Kevin? Or am I the bread? I guess you'd be the bread because you're kind of the foundation. Thank you. Kevin's the meat. Kevin 
is the meat. And then Kyle's, uh, Kevin's the pickles. Yeah, I'm True. the pickles. I'm, I'm I bring the uh, the zest. <laughs> And the bite. Uh, that is true. Wow. Um, that is true. But you know, balanced a balance of ingredients. Mm. You know, this metaphor is feeling a lot like my metaphor. Yeah. No, it's the same exact <laughs> metaphor. I just wanted to talk about sandwiches. <laughs> perfect, perfect, no, perfect. That's that's true. Yeah. And honestly, I do think culture is really important. And I've realized more and more as the years have gone on how critical it is. Because mm. listen, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. <clears throat> I'm gonna level with you. There's a lot of companies that do graphic design. Totally. And there's a lot of companies that do graphic design that are on our floor. Yes. And so yeah. what I realize or what I believe to be true is the only thing that makes us truly different is who we are as people mm -hmm. and that people want to work with us as humans as much as they like what we make. And so mm -hmm. those two things kind of result in a culture that I think is people like enjoy working yeah. for at and with. And I think all of that is kind of like the special sauce. And as we continue to grow and as we continue to do more stuff, it's kind of just like protect the vibes at all costs because to me that's like the most important uh part of everything is kind of how it feels when you walk into work every day and i think that's as much for me as it is for you guys i think generally it's like totally. i want to i want everyone to come in here and be like that was a fun time or that was i had a good day and i enjoyed what i did and i enjoyed who i did it with and if that starts to like you know disappear or starts to evaporate or starts to not feel that way then it's like then then that's our biggest problem not like did we do the best work on planet earth and prioritizing that a little bit over the work because i think there's a lot of agencies and studios out there that do amazing work but maybe their culture is shit yeah and um not that's that's to, not <laughs> aspire that's something we aspire to <laughs> no 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 no. yeah that's a great word no and i think jackie's question is really interesting because it there's a few parts of it like recognizing talent is interesting because just recognizing the most talented on paper person to me is kind of a short-term solution it's like there's so many designers and creators yeah. with incredible work and you can hire them but if it's not a culture fit it's only going to work for a little while and then it's just kind of you know it's all about the work it's the lamest thing yeah, Whereas, it's like you're prioritizing making the greatest design in the world, but that isn't what we're trying to do as much as we're trying to build the greatest company. Totally. In the world. And something I admire about you is you recognize, sure, yeah, talent, but you recognize a culture fit immediately really well. And I think that is sort of, it's a long-term solution because yeah. people will grow as creatives in an environment that has a good culture, yeah. you know? And I think we can all say that we've gotten better here, yeah. which is awesome. We water the flowers, we put fuel in the tank. Wow. That's right. It's really Running beautiful. on diesel, baby. I will also say another thing that I've been thinking about is like, we do really pride ourselves in collaboration. Yeah. I think that's something that's also important. It's not just people. It's also like um, putting people together and letting them sort of work as a unit and sort of as, as a crew versus like putting each person in their individual silo and being like, you do this, you do that, you do this. It's like, we're sort of all doing things together. And I think it makes for a sort of camaraderie and a sort of culture yeah. that feels like, you know, you're not just alone doing something. It's like, we're all part of something and we're all part of these projects. We're all part of the big project, which is center. And it's like, it does create a bit of a sense of like, yeah, like a culture and a collab in, in, in the fact that we collaborate so much. Yeah. Also another thing, Pete, John, going off of what you just said, like, I, I remember someone said to me that like COVID was the best thing that ever happened to their design studio because it allowed them to get the world's best talent and they didn't necessarily have to work with them, but they would just hire them and they would sort of like design through the middle of the night and they would just wake up in the morning yeah. and see amazing stuff. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. We're built, that's a very different studio and a very different, different approach system. than what we yeah. do. And I think we prioritize the being together part and the working in an office part. Yeah. Um, that more so than just like, having the best design in decks and in, you know, sort of for rewards. Sure, for sure. As much as we want to do those things as well, yeah. that's just not that like, it doesn't, um, doesn't overpower the sort of like desire to have a company that's, that is, has a good culture. So Definitely. thank you, Jackie. Th speaking of sandwiches, James from Chicago asks, uh, shout out to James. Um, what is your Mount Rushmore of uh, sandwiches? Mount Rushmore is a game we play around here, Pete. Uh, we yeah. made it up. Um, and, uh, it's top four unranked. Okay, Do you have an answer four. here? I didn't know if there was four or five. This <laughs> <Mount> Rushmore. <laughs> uh, don't ask me to name uh, them. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, but I know there's four. Yeah, okay. Do you, okay. Do you need a minute? I Kevin, would like do you need to a minute? go first. Okay, I'm ready yeah, to you go, go first. first. You go first. I'm ready to go first because I, I, I did um, think about this. So number one is the tuna melt. Wow. Iconic, just like one of the best yeah. sandwiches that 
that that just again i don't know why but it just it has to be there for yeah, just a straight yeah. out of respect yeah number two turkey club Okay. I love so a turkey sandwich. Really I think good. a turkey club is the best version of it. Like a deli sandwich with mm-hmm. like a plate of onion rings. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin's giving me head nods, so I feel like I'm doing well here. But yeah, like yeah, yeah. a turkey club from a diner is like, oh man, that's just one of the world's greatest Sweet. sandwiches. Then I'm going to shift a little bit over to, you know, sort of more like sub heroes. Yeah. I'm going with like an Italian stallion or a classic Ooh. Italian, which Ooh. is sort of all the, love. all the fucking Just got to redo my whole list. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so I'm going, shit. I'm going there. I've given this list some thought yeah, <laughs> in my no life. Doubt. And then I'm going to, the, the fourth sandwich is my absolute favorite of the whole crew is a prosciutto mozzarella sort of. Is that not an Italian? Man, no, that's different. That. Italian is like salami, mortadella, like kind of like hot peppers, yeah. roasted peppers, like just like all the sort of spicy Italian meats. Prosciutto mozzarella is like a more of a sort of a, it's 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 a, it's a it's similar but very different and that one has like maybe like balsamic glaze on it mm-hmm. potentially. But it does. Uh, the one at Defonte's has fried uh, eggplant on oh, the boy. bottom, which is like that's fucking that's where it's at, guys. That's my Mount Rushmore of sandwiches. Uh, it was beautiful. Yeah, that's so you, good. You, that's so you, good. You, I gotta yeah. shift my uh, yeah. shift mine a little bit. Yeah, you're writing stuff uh, down. I, can I mean, it, that. It, it, we share a lot of the same similar opinions. No, yeah, 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 yeah. What do you got? In one big area we differ from is um, just the Italian versus the prosciutto. Because in my mind, the Italian sub is the prosciutto sub, and okay. I, I that's like fair. I like my yeah. you know Italian sub with uh, prosciutto, mozz, lettuce, tomato, hot peppers, vinegar, yeah. olive oil. Yeah. Um, so that's up there for me. I'm gonna do that that one. We'll call it an Italian sub. I'm gonna do burger. Burger's my number one sandwich. Wow. Oh, I want a burger sandwich. Burger it makes sandwich. Sense. Oof, Jesus. You're really getting into it now. Yeah, I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit the uh, stand on that one. I love a turkey club, but for uh, you know, the purpose of being different, I'm gonna yeah. go with BLT. I yeah, think that's a fucking that. banging sandwich. Yeah, yeah. So simple. So BLT. Let me take Definitely the fried chicken sandwich, uh, rounding out the order. Damn. Rounding out number four. No, I I think the BLT it could for me maybe be an honorable mention. Yeah. I think I think you know I put mm-hmm. the tuna melt in the sort of uh, legacy heritage mm-hmm. kind of yeah. classic sandwich spot, but like I could ar- I could argue putting something in there uh, replacing for BLT and um, yeah yeah I think a great peak BLT you know like a summer mm-hmm. Sammy mm-hmm. get those freaking mm-hmm. heirloom tomatoes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, um, yeah. are you ready I'm to excited. go? Because I got. Oh, oh man, I got. <laughs> they know. They know me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. PB and J gang. Oh, this is uh, you know. Pete I've been Freeman. making these at the studio. They're economical. <laughs> yeah, they have a perfect balance of both salty and sweet. Mm. And if you get that right bread on there, mm. you're gonna be feeling sort mm. of mm. good at the end. Sort of good. Let's call it what it is. That shit's jet fuel. A hundred percent. Pete dude. is powered by peanut butter and jelly. That oh, is man. legitimately the gummies on the side. I'm just like <laughs> maybe I'm some pretzels, yeah. maybe a f- pretzels and a fruit cup. Yeah, mm. maybe a little Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, no problem. Yeah, I eat like a twelve year old. Just say it. Say it. Right. I would never. Jello. Yeah. Mm. Not opposed. Okay. Pudding. So chocolate milk on the side. <laughs> All right, Peter, you got three yeah, more. Got three All more. right, listen. I had to go fried chicken sandwich. That's yeah. my wow. ultimate sandwich. Yeah. Okay. One thing about Pete: if there's a fried chicken sandwich, he's probably getting it. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm risking not doing the burger for the fried chicken sandwich yeah then you guys chopped cheese what's up with that oh no cheese. one's saying chopped cheese yeah it's so sick it's so it hits you like a ton of bricks it's like a, it's a worse burger uh well it's no i have a confession i've never had a chopped cheese <laughs> dude <laughs> are you whack, from new york? Uh, york listen i i keep Why? i, I keep it 100 around here I, I mean i appreciate that you didn't have I've, to i've never had one i mean they're hard to hate they're soupy but so good yeah they're good i, I feel yeah. like they're maybe a little overrated imagine a burger but just really really wet see to me like if i'm gonna go for that yeah i'm gonna go philly cheesesteak like That's fact. Sure. i hear that. like over which i i rarely do and i when i go to a bodega i'm typically hitting like you know a turkey sandwich or something like a little turkey bit more club tr- from a bodega's is really good it's typically what i do can't miss Philly, if I'm going like crazy, Philly cheesesteak, I just, I've never had one. I've just never had a chopped cheese. And like when Deezus and Marrow kind of made it famous mm-hmm. again or just mm-hmm. really brought a lot of attention, I was like, I need to try one of these things. Where do I go? And I guess I could just go yep. anywhere. Yeah. But if I'm going to go That's for my first one, God I bless USA. Should I go to God bless USA? Yeah. The, the pressure. The pressure. I totally understand. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Get That's on that, dude. number Get three. Guys. 
French dip. Oh. We're sleeping on the French dip. Yeah. Okay. Great, I almost ordered one last night. I swear. So I was at dude. Leroy's. Yeah, I got a burger and I was like, I always get the burger. So I was like, maybe I should get the French dip. I did mm-hmm. not do it, but mm-hmm. it is a great sandwich. Ah. Great segment. Uh, lots of great sandwiches. Uh, I'm looking at some lists right now. And I'm like looking at cream cheese and lox. Classic like bagel Dude, sandwich yeah, is something that I may have um, a mistake potentially on my part. But I'll go back and I'll go back to the lab and I'll work on yeah. my list a little bit more. So never uh, been more hungry in my life. Yeah, me too. Grilled yeah. cheese. Oh my God. Again, another uh, iconic sandwich. Yeah. Um, Bond me. Uh, people up oh, and not my favorite, but amazing. people out there. Um, yeah, lots of great sandwiches, and now we are all hungry. Yeah. Um, should we do the rest of the show, or just yeah, uh, go have lunch? We could do okay, a couple. Cool. We could do a couple more. Okay, cool. Noah from Philly, shout out to Noah Lovis, such a great dude and an amazing dancer. Yeah, yeah, watching incredible, really incredible hip hop dancer. Get and, on the uh, pod. We got cameras. He's popping it, popping, locking, and uh, he's got a question. This one's directed to me. Oh shit, Alex. I work in the creative for a new beverage company, making big waves in the media with features on Today Show, Thrillist, and Shark Tank. Uh, shout out to Prickly, right? Yeah, That's Prickly. the brand. Oh, right. On. As a highly reputable designer with evident success in a plethora of beverage brands, is that me? I must ask. Yes, that's me. Um, what are some key pieces of advice you find critical in sharing to elevate my new role with this new brand from a creative marketing branding standpoint? This is intentionally broad, open question. Take it and run with it as you will. Yeah, I think the coolest part about working in house for one brand is like everything is sort of your domain if you want it to be. I think that was always my thought was like, my job here is to make this band better and that could take a million different forms, right? Obviously, yeah. you know, uh, you have limited budgets potentially, but like every, every opportunity in every time anyone sees your brand is an opportunity to introduce yourself, make them fall in love, do something interesting, make it exciting, make it different and stand out. And obviously the beverage category is so fucking crowded and, mm. you know, even over the last 10 years, it's gotten insane. Like, if you look at, like, Expo West and Erewhon, these shelves are just, like, so, so, so stacked. wild, stacked with with brands. And so it is really, really hard to stand out. And so I think it's, like, your job, I guess, or, like, my piece of advice would be, like, throw some ideas in the ring, even if you're not briefed for them specifically, mm-hmm. and just, like, come to people with, like, thoughts or things yeah. that you think would be good for the brand to get involved with, whether it's sponsoring podcasts. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, just, like, ideas uh, or launching your own podcast or, like, doing things that maybe the brand isn't doing and, and hasn't really thought to do. And, like, sometimes, you know, someone would argue, like, that's not my job, or yeah. I don't know if they're going to be open to that. But, like, it just kind of shows that you're you're in it to help the company at large. And no one's ever going to fault you to be like, man, you did some extra work that I didn't ask you to do on your free time or yeah. like, and like, how dare you? So yeah. I think the best piece of advice I'd give for any in-house designer is like, do some shit that maybe no one asked you to do and like sort of brief yourself or bring ideas to the table. And uh, at the very least, you know, best case scenario, they run with some of the stuff and they mm-hmm. get excited about you as, as someone that is genuinely caring and passionate and sort of like interested in helping the brand grow. And worst case scenario, they don't do it, but like, it's fine. Maybe they sort of see you in a different light or you maybe are able to be like thought of as more than just a designer, even if you're like, mm-hmm. cool, I have this like PR idea or I have this like activation idea or I have a partnership idea or I have like any any one of a million ways in which the brand could get out there and and, and get some attention and stand out because that's essentially your job. Hell How's yeah. that for Darn an answer? good answer. Cool. Just, Hustle a little harder. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> All right, Gary V. Well, Kevin, I got a question directed at you. Oh, well, right, sweet. What has working at Center taught you from a personal or professional standpoint? Ooh. I'm also interested in hearing what is your favorite product or top work highlight with the company? Wow. Oh, geez. I should have read this one before. Yeah. yeah he also have. said, now big fan of the pod. Baby. I look forward to it every week. Keep up the great work. Thank you. He's Noah. so nice. He always gasses us up. He's like, yeah. That's sick. Yeah. This is oh, fun. Yeah, he's- Put you on the spot, Kevin. What's what? What is working at center taught you? Working at center. Yeah. has taught me just, <laughs> I got to hustle harder, you know? <laughs> now, wow. um, I don't know. It just taught me the importance of like being around good people and what that'll do like day in, day out. The people you surround yourself with and how crucial it is for me personally to be in a studio environment that I feel comfortable and, you know, feel like I can be myself and make horrible jokes and, you know, maybe step across the line a couple times. But, you know, everyone here uh, trusts each other and knows who each other is. And I think if we've learned anything coming out of the past, you know, three years, whatever the fuck, the pandemic thing, uh, just how crucial like 
having a nice studio environment is. And I think the people you surround yourself with every day, it's quite important. And I don't like being isolated. No, it's a great answer. And I think grateful to have you. Grateful. Yeah. Kevin, um, top project, probably United Zotos. That was a fun one. Yeah. Kevin, uh, award-winning copywriter uh, because of United Soros. But yeah, I mean, listen, yeah. Kevin doesn't really give a shit about it. Yeah, words, the, the DNAD uh, number one copywriter for 2021. I think it's yeah, ADC, yeah. but yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't <laughs> see, know. Kevin doesn't. See. <laughs> that's, uh, that's sick. No, I mean, I think, no, it's a great it's a great answer because I do think a lot of people, and I'm just going to pivot the question to a sort of another topic, which is like working from home. And I'm not, not something we need to like go too deep into, but there's a time and a place for there's it. There's a time and a place for it, but it's like if you work from home every day, and this is just my personal opinion, and like don't fucking slay me for it, but like that's pretty, it can get pretty lonely. And yeah. I think being around people is something that both Kevin and I realized pretty early on in the pandemic that like working from home, just kind of waking up, sitting at a computer, it was a drag. It just like it is, it was weighing on both of us, you know, mentally. And it just like, wasn't that fun. We just had and, to reconnect in the studio. You know? And so I think we were, we were quick to being like coming back to an office. And I think totally. having built the office back up a little bit, and we have a team of people here that, you know, I'm here five days a week, which is like still crazy to me, but <laughs> like, it's because I genuinely do like being around you guys. And it's like, yeah. I do work from home and sometimes it's nice to like wake up and be like, Oh, I don't have to, you know, put on real clothes and I can just kind of like, I don't know. That's just like, it's, it, yeah. it, it doesn't do it for me. And I think it's not like, I, don't, I just don't think it's a sustainable answer for work forever to just be like fully working from home. Yeah. So I do think a flexible yeah. thing is probably the right move, but that's what, I don't know. That's what, that's something I've learned but over man, the last couple of years. You do miss making a good sandwich for lunch. <sighs> That is one of the best parts of working from home. Because I will say, ah, during the quesadilla game was on point. During the eight or so months that I worked from home during like hardcore quarantine, really that I was putting up some numbers on the board. I was making breakfast sandwiches, oh, yeah, like yeah. on English muffins. Sick. Like yeah. I was making turkey sandwiches, breaking out that sort of uh, griddle, yeah. like the press. Wow. And, yeah, yeah, I, I was, yeah. My sandwich, my, panini press. My sandwich yeah. game from home yeah. was, was pretty yeah. tight. And Worth now, the social isolation? It's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> A bit. Um, maybe Some potentially. Days. All right, let's move on. I think let's we should start. On. We should start wrapping this bad boy up. Okay. How, how many more real questions we got? Again, I don't you know which us. ones are real and which ones are not. Which again, let's go back to Steve's question. No. Um. Easily <laughs> <laughs> knocked down. Tough out here. Amelia from Iceland, stranded on a desert island. <laughs> Choose three items from the studio to have with you. Uh, my Massimo Vignelli book here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, your um, computer stand, my, which I'm Massimo using Vignelli. as a computer stand for. The, oh, I forgot we're on YouTube. I should probably turn the camera and make sure yeah, they can see me. I'm I'm kind of facing towards Pete today. Oh, come on, that sleigh bug spray. You're gonna want that. Yeah, Ooh. you're definitely hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it gets yeah. buggy out there in this island climates. You're definitely gonna want those uh, can lines. I was gonna say, I definitely yeah. think if I need to like <laughs> use something as a spear, I think yeah. it's a very sharp. Uh, the corners on those could are, kill yeah, they, many mammals. The, I would take the die line D's to be honest. Like <laughs> those would be oh, really? put those on your yeah. Oh, put yeah, those on your fists. You could yeah, yeah, you could fuck some shit up. No, that's sick. I do the die line D's. I do my bicycle. Yo, what about that home coat? The home coat would be nice. Yeah. Well, sleeping bag. Shout yeah. out to home coat. Sponsor the pod. Shout out to home coat. What if that's still a in thing? The we all just wear home coats and then we sweat out while we do the pod. I don't think so. I don't think they've been in this building for a while. Bummer. But they yeah. might be. Sponsor the pod. We'll wear whatever you want to wear. Yeah, we'll wear it. We'll get hot. <laughs> It'd be great. Yeah, we'll get hot. Cool. Um, it's gonna get hot. One thing about us is we get hot. Last Friction. question. Had Rich from Finland. <laughs> Okay, honestly, I think that is real. That's, There's no way you made up the name. Th Hadwich. That's got to be real because I don't. Yeah, I don't uh, even know Finland is a place. <laughs> What's out in 2023? Big question. Uh, vacation shaming. Okay, nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's good. We shouldn't be shaming each other for taking vacations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We should be supportive and uh, boosting people up who want to explore their life outside of the office. Hey, that's great. Re related. Um, I think we've talked about this in the pod. You guys have talked about it. This is in contrast to the newest Feig, whatever, mm -hmm. Twitter. Yep, yep. Is hustle culture out? It might be back in. I think we're bringing it back. Kevin I and I are nah. bringing it back. I mean, yeah, we. Alex yeah. and I are pioneering hustle culture. Yeah. Okay. As I set uh, records for personal days. Was it out <laughs> and now you're bringing it back in? No, I think it was out for a second because work-life balance totally. was sort of became in. Yeah. 
And so 2023, we're bringing hustle culture back, burning yourself out at both ends, fucking burning oh, yeah, a baby. candle, late nights, yeah, fucking geez, burnout. So we're bringing it back. So sick. Yeah. yeah. Burnout core. You here's know? A, here's burnout. a serious one I have. Yeah, um, I am bringing burnout back. I think like being oh. overly cool and like, you know, oh. to a point where it's like not relatable, that's yeah. definitely out. And mm, totally. the kids are saying that cringe is in. Like being cringe. Yeah, they're saying in. being being cringe is in. So that is to say that being based is out. Um, no, I think being based will always be in. But I think cringe in the sense of like Embrace the cringe inside. Yeah, embrace yourself and like don't yeah. be, don't be like putting on a front online to so not be cringe. Just like embrace yourself. Fronting yeah. is out. Yeah, fronting. That's cool. Yeah, I can dig that. Yeah. No, I mean listen, do you know what's being you know what's fucking in in twenty twenty three? No, we're talking about what's fucking out. What's out is trying to be anyone other than yourself. Wow. Because yeah. literally oh. um, everyone else is taken. Oh. Just like Oscar Wilde said. Yeah. You know, do you know what's you know what's <laughs> do you know what's in for twenty twenty three? Hustle culture and quoting Oscar Wilde. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring both those. <laughs> back. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. you know, goes yeah. directly hand in hand with what I said totally. is a cringe is in. So yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think again, this maybe there's a good way to end the pod because I genuinely think this podcast um, as 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 uh, some of our listeners have said today, is is just about us being real, totally. keeping yeah. it one thousand percent love, yeah, what yeah, truthful, yeah. honest, and just yeah. being honestly unprepared, so that we mm-hmm. can't even formulate fake takes. Perfect. And so the only yeah. thing we can say, we're not smart enough no, to no, think no. that fast and no. have. I know. Do you think I had the time to create fake questions? No, 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 definitely way. not. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. The truth is, it's like we just do the show because we find it to be fun because we do actually find it interesting to talk about these crazy and weird things that are going on in culture. And also just because we do think that design is a little pinkies up, you know, a little bit too black turtleneck. And listen, we're not trying to make a a stance and a change the industry. We're just saying like, can we talk about design? Can we talk about brands? Can we talk about culture in a way that is like they're, you know, entertaining and like somewhat real and like a conversation you have with a, with a friend uh, over lunch or um, when you're having a couple of drinks. And so that's, that's, that's the show. So Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being um, supporters of us. Uh, check out the YouTube because yeah. we're now videoing and we have like a million cameras in here and it, um, Kevin is doing a killer job with the yeah. editing and I think uh, I watched the YouTube show last night and yeah. uh, yeah, really it's a fun, it's, it, it is fun to see the things that we're talking about. Obviously, yeah. I love um, looking at myself. No, it's not us. It's the, it's, I will <laughs> say the, the, the pod is great. You don't need to necessarily see every single thing. But it does yeah, help when nice. you're saying like, oh, cool, we're talking about yeah, this talking about Zevia rebrand and then yeah, you see yeah. it on the screen and it's yeah. like, oh, cool. Like that is helpful yeah. as we talk about these things. You know what's out in 2023? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not listening to the podcast, not commenting, not liking, not subscribing. Uh, so that shit's so out. You're totally Get that right. Shit Get that shit out of here. <laughs> That's what's out. Yeah. Thank you guys. Big love. Peace. I'm gonna type. No. Bitches is the only thing that I like You ain't got no life Cups with the ice and we do this every night I ain't check the price I make my own money so I spend it how I 